It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the club. This is Josh over here. Good, one good medium energy. Good medium energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> we saw what happened when we went to high energy. <laughs> yes, uh, by the way, if you're part of our Patreon feed, you're probably going to have a pretty awful intro to the oh, show. You're, you're in for some shit. <laughs> Uh, Sabrina's here as well. Yo. We're recovering from a completely awful version of this beginning of this episode that's probably going to go out to your Patreon, people. Yeah. Oh, please, please join Worth the Patreon. every penny. Come on. It's, it's real awful. Pl- please don't stop listening after you hear the outtakes from the show. Oh, boy. We it, we cherish our family-friendly image. And, yes, this, even though we have an explicit li- like <sighs> list on our episode... Which I, I do ponder if we actually need to be listed as explicit or not. I mean, we do let mature, the Mature, sure, but what, it, what's the, what, is mature worse or explicit worse? Well, there's only, ex- on iTunes, there's just, only yeah. explicit and clean. Oh. And I don't think we curse enough to be explicit, but you, I like, I don't know. Um... As long as we kept that pre-show discussion off, I think we'd yeah. probably be fine, honestly. Like, as long as we don't continue talking about Swinger cast, I think we'll be okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. I do kind of drop the F-bomb a lot. Well, but not that much on the show. I mean, Really? You, okay. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. To, like, She's far more profane in person. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I, tr- I guess I try to tone it down a bit when I'm recording stuff, because I notice for YouTube, I, don't, I think I kind of... Make it make it less, but I'm not doing it on purpose. You know, McBirdie games on YouTube. It's not McBirdie games. Oh, you guys should watch her play uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Um, long periods of silence punctuated by just. Oh, then there's definitely cursing in there. <laughs> yes, yeah, there's definitely cursing be. in there. <laughs> So is it just McBirdie? I'm always horrible at this. Yes, it's just McBirdie with an exclamation mark. Okay. Because I'm awesome. Yeah, I, I'm. Hey, I'm Josh Phoenix on Twitter. Uh, you are our Twitter, our official Twitter feed. I'm giving What's, you the official Twitter feed. Oh God. You are now our official Twitter feed. I am Twitter. If you, you ever... should just use your actual Twitter account. Mine's weird. No, I'll... so is mine. I don't. If people can't accept me for who I am, then you shouldn't be following I'm me. Everyone. I'm sorry. I'm weird. I'm, and I think your that Twitter makes us. Fine cool and it's kind of all over the place because i do so many different things and i'm sorry it's not very specified to just gaming i'm kind of all over the place it's just it's just mine is like the, the i i don't really use very much and is also like i need to i need to like do a reformat of social media so well you, it's complicated you 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 should be more active on at least twitter twitter's twitter's a good one just abandon facebook at this point well but i use facebook to keep i i actually use that for legitimate purposes like keep right. track of friends that's, from yeah, high right. school and that's college that's fine right but just but keep like, them there but just don't interact ever right <laughs> like that's just that's my go to with facebook at this time oh my god uh, tumblr at this point i think everybody's just exiting from yeah. um, you know what maybe eric has a better relationship with the people he has on his facebook page yeah, my versus facebook, my your... facebook page is fine like yeah. i don't have any i don't have any like right wing idiots that are like but like posting fake news on my site or anything man tell them how you really feel uh what yeah <laughs> i've never friends with those people in the first place so yeah, I think I stated I added my uncle for a hot minute, and I was like, mm. "Oh yeah, uh, that's the one thing I did. that probably keeps Facebook nice for me." Is I have zero family members on them. Oh, that that was probably smart. 
Because it's just like my all my family is just yeah they don't like it's not that I'm doing anything that they would I, like it's just like I don't need you people around constantly. <laughs> I want to. I don't I, need my family anywhere close well, to me. Just, like I mean, like my aunts are some of my aunts are very like social media oriented, and my grandmother, who's ninety four, is. All over Facebook. That is Have so weird. Have you seen this cat picture? It's hilarious. So it's just like, I That's wanna, my Facebook page. I know, Grandma. So it's like I want to be able to post stuff, and it's just like I don't need to like pitch. I need to pitch this to both my friends, like my bros from college, and also my grandmother. Well, I don't know. At one point, I'm just like, you know what? I want to post. I want to post dank memes like in the privacy of my own Facebook page. Thank you. I don't know. I just stopped caring. I just post whatever on Facebook anyways. Um, But I noticed because I have so many different people on Facebook, I don't really post too much personal stuff. I just, like, repost shit mostly, You want to find. Do you know what the most worthless uh, social network I'm part of is? It's LinkedIn. Like, oh, yeah. It's just, like, it's just the resume holder, and then you look at your feed, and you're just like, I can't care. Yeah. Like, it's just like, marketing, 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 marketing. Look at everything I'm marketing towards LinkedIn, LinkedIn is awful, and every time I've used it, like, it's got it's gotten me nowhere. All my last couple jobs have been just, like, weird, dumb luck. Yeah. it's But, I mean, it's, like, a good place to have, like, your resume, but there's, like, I feels like there's no reason. And this is coming from somebody that works across the street from LinkedIn's campus. Right. I'm just like, I like you guys. I just wish you were better at everything. Well, I wish their interface was less of a tire fire, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, let's so- have a moment of silence for, <laughs> for social media. I will remember Okay, you. enough. Enough. <laughs> enough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Is, is, the sh- is the Sarah McLaughlin just too much for you? This is like how many episodes in a row you've used that. Just I've used stop it twice. It. Just stop. In a row. Just enough. Sarah McLaughlin is a national treasure. Yes, she is, but you just keep using that song for the wrong reasons. Tell us more tell us more about the chief from uh from Carmen San Diego. Uh yeah, her her name uh Thickpin, Miss Thickpin. Listen, I'm terrible with every word. I've somehow managed several years of podcasting with the inability to talk. I've somehow managed to convince everyone that I can actually speak English. Yes, it's an amazing skill that I've had where somehow I am unable to speak and yet still do it often. Yeah. Um, But yes, uh, are we we ready to move on, Sabrina? Yes. Are you you prepared? Because there is a cute puppy waiting for you. (gasps) Because it's Wishbone. It's yeah, a, I know. I picked it. it. It is. It's a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. It's very cute. Actually, uh, well, I could go into details. Do you want me to hit the button? Hit the damn button. I can hit the button. It's, it's this one. Ready? Okay, I'll hit it. What's the story, Wishbone? What's this you're dreaming of? Such big imagination on such a little Because he's a book dog, get it? Yeah, I know. I grew up watching this. Yeah. 
paid for by viewers like you. PBS and everything. So yeah, it's 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 a dog. Yeah, not, not anymore. <laughs> oh God, you gonna jump right into well, it? Well, I was gonna make over to the political angle of like I I think uh, I think public broadcasting is on the chopping block. Well, yeah, everything's horrible. But here here's the benefit. I did this for Sabrina. I included one more. Like, where's the story wishbone? But it's gonna bark. Get ready. I like the bitrate crap out there. (laughs) Bark. So it's like, yeah, a bark, but it's just been fed through, like. You know, he's a small dog. The fact that his bark's actually kind of that deep is amazing. I'm used to small dogs having really high pitched barks. So it's just, like, really annoying. I wonder if that is a different kind of dog, because Jack Russell's have a pretty, like, they have, they have a kind of like a sharp, like, yelpy bark. So you think maybe they, they had a stunt dog? They had yeah, a foley yeah. dog? Oh, the one thing I, from watching this show that they, I just bring up, start off right away with the most inane point ever, but, like, the stock sound effects were so noticeable in this. Like, every door opening was the door opening sound from Morrowind. <laughs> At least it wasn't the door opening sound from Doom. Yes. <laughs> what was I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure he did his own barking though because you can teach a dog to bark. Yeah, but I think that was just the intro and they're assembling it with music. I know, but he's barked several times through the through the through the episodes we watched. Every time a door opened in this they show, they sound like that. We were watching this and just like every time it opened, one of us was like, "More one door." <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Wishbone is a half-hour live-action children's television show that was produced from 1995 to 1998 and broadcast on PBS Kids. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold, hold wait. Back up one second. Okay. This was 95 to 98? 95 to 98. Okay. Oh, are, are you okay there? Uh, are, I, you bla- are you blacking out? No, I'm, I want to... I'm. We need to talk about the, the, the costumes and fashion in this movie. Okay. That was very much the fashion of the time. Uh, we'll get to that. Okay. The show's title character is a Jack Russell Terrier. Wishbone lives with his owner, Joe Talbot, in the fictional town of Oakdale, Texas. He daydreams about being the lead character of stories from classic literature. He was known as the little dog with the big imagination. Only the viewers and the characters in his daydreams can hear Wishbone speak. The characters from his daydreams see Wishbone as whichever famous character he is currently portraying and not as a dog. The show won four Daytime Emmys, a Peabody Award, and honors from the Television what? Critics Association. What was going on with the Peabodies at this time? <laughs> We're just giving, giving out... Just it was a very good educational kids Nobel show. the Peace Prize for children's animation goes to... Wishbone. Okay, a Peabody, not... I Nobel know. Prize. Everybody is, is an award of, of repute, so. Yeah, and at the time, Wishbone was a very good series. Yes, uh, it recognizes distinguished and meritocratous, if I said that correct, public service by, by an American radio and television stations, networks, and online media producing organizations and individuals. Uh, reflecting excellence in quality rather than popularity or commercial success, the Peabody is awarded to about 25 to 23 winners annually for more than 1,000 yeah. entries. Okay. I can see how it slips through. <laughs> I love I love that it fell through. Oh, look, we found a Peabody on the ground. Uh, we, there are a couple of people angling for this spot, but the dog is so cute. Oh, look at the dog. I don't know. I think even for back then, the quality was pretty good. It has a, like, it... it, it, it... <laughs> Uh, yeah. For a PBS TV sure. show, okay, yeah. it had really good quality. 
Like, because they've had some pretty eh stuff before, but for PBS, considering... Arthur? Well, Arthur... Bring down the hammer. I can't can't really say anything, because I haven't seen that show in so long. But, yeah. I think it's... It was a good, very educational show. It was something different that they've never had before. (laughs) I... I, I, I mean, I understand that the stories were very much condensed, but they're thirty-minute TV shows. There was only so much that they could do. It was more that, like, because uh, I, I, I even I mentioned this to other people watching it with me, and they're like, this show fails where Reading Rainbow succeeded because Reading Rainbow had like interesting literature and stuff for kids. Whereas this is like, hey kids, like go down to your local library and read uh, Cyrano de Bergerac or like The Crown of Monte Cristo. Like these are like old ass and very dry, like nineteenth century French literature. <laughs> like you're not gonna right, but that doesn't no mean like, yeah. Just... He picks up. You and know it's... what? No, 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 no. That's a fucking lie because I did read some stuff like that. I read Bram Stoker's Dracula at eleven. I also read The Scarlet Letter a year later. I oh, there's a cheery book for a young girl. Yeah, it was. But I've I've oh, right. read, men are terrible. I have went I read Mark Twain when I was even younger than that. Like I read a bunch of Mark Twain books cuz my grandma had a huge collection of Mark Twain books. Right, but it, like did they ever do a a Les Misérables episode of Wishbone? I don't know. I'd I'd have to see. I can probably roll through an episodes I, list but, here. But I think like some of the ones they recommended like this is very dry. It's like it'd be like doing it'd be like trying to get kids to read Dickens. Well, they did Dickens. I, that's what I mean. It's like no kids can ever fucking read Dickens. Dickens they, is like what you have to, what you're forced to read in high school. And like I enjoyed li- like English and literature classes. And like Dickens is very dry and very like didactic. And I don't, uh, I don't know because I, I feel, right. I feel like okay, I understand. Really, really young kids aren't going to, but the kids considering watching a show starring a dog, considering the kids in the show were in middle school. But this I don't wasn't know. For I don't. Middle schoolers. This is like. A, I say this is middle school. I would say this could go up to middle school. Oh. Okay. So I don't know how middle school works for you. Okay. Are. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Oliver Twist by Charles Dickens. Uh, definitely have Tom Sawyer inside of here. Uh, hopefully, with, see, I, hopefully Homer, without too much of the racism. Yeah. Uh, Homer's The Odyssey. Uh, had Cyrano as we as by the way the ones we're doing is uh, Cyrano's which was Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, let's see. Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, the uh, Count of Monte Cristo and one. The purloined and letter. The, the purloined letter, which was the Pauloined letter. Uh, let's see. They have Frankenstein inside of here. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Um, let's see. I'm just I'm scanning through these. Uh, I, but, but I'm just saying, like the imaginary invalid or invalid. Yeah, the imaginary invalid. Like, uh, but, but, but I mean, like I think Reading Rainbow did like. Kids' books specifically. Not, yeah, but that yeah. was rain. That was reading Rainbow's was, thing was to do kids' stories. I, I think this is the middle schooler crowd. But like you're starting to get really? no. Wishbone is okay. Wishbone. This feels the point like of Wishbone. Okay. No. The point of Wishbone is not to recommend kids' books to kids. It's to recommend classic literature to kids and give them an idea of what it is. And even if they don't read it, right. by giving like a brief rundown Cult- of the story, yeah, at yeah. least they kind of have an idea. Of 
what the story's about, and they can respond to it if it ever comes up later. Yeah. Like, like, like look cultural look, osmosis kind of thing. Like, look at the like the Paul Loin letter one. Like, that right. was about, oh, look, I've got this bully on me, and, you but, know... The, uh, but, I can't imagine this being like for a sixth grader, let alone a seventh or eighth grader. Wait, hold on, time out. Okay, technical difficulties. Hold on. I'm just saying, like, I can't imagine this being for a sixth grader, let alone a seventh or like eighth grader. Like, you're rolling up onto high school. You got like Uh, there are like there are like you know boys and mixers on your in your on your mind. Well, but I mean, this no, is... well, not for me. I didn't... Middle school. Not in middle school. Public middle school? No. I didn't I didn't care about boys even in high school. She only cared about one boy. Boys were... <laughs> yeah. She knew he was coming. I did coming. not know I... you in high school. <laughs> I know, I know. First of all, said, no I mean, offense, I mean, but I mean, most I... high school boys were pretty dumb and annoying, so yeah. hell no. She, she, she knew that one day I'm going to find this slightly rounded nerd and he'll... <laughs> Like, seriously, high school is not the time to be thinking about dating people. I mean, there are people who did it, who have actually met people that they are still with, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But for me, I was very academically inclined for the longest period of time, so I really didn't care about dating. I mean, you're that young still. Who gives a shit? It's not like I'm trying to pop out babies right away. No, I'm just saying, like, I think this was geared towards, like, elementary school kids. I really don't, I don't think, think so. so. I mean, like, what what age do you think this is for? Like, like what grade? I think this is like fourth, fifth grade, third, maybe on the edge of it. But I, I really think that this is. I think this is more a sixth, seventh grade, like that that span. Because I think in the, sixth grade, I was listening to Lincoln Park, and I can't conceive of those two things existing in the same like headspace. I don't. I don't know. It's just the the language they used and the kind of scenarios they made in in the episodes yeah. did not did not read as elementary school. Like, yes, elementary school kids probably did watch it, but I definitely think this was meant for more middle schoolers. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I think. I think we're getting we're getting a little lost in this. I mean, the, for, get- first off, I'll say that the that Reading Rainbow and Wishbone are like two totally yeah. different things. Where Reading Rainbow is like a collection of like this is the synopses of this, and this is what right. we took from this. Whereas Wishbone is kind of like take a take a overworld story arc relate that to a classical story arc and show how right. this story arc can relate to modern times so right. like also oh, reading rainbow covered books that were out came out during that time yeah, period yeah. and it had Jordy LaForge yeah. Okay, but that's not the important part. Most of those kids didn't know who Jordy LaForge I, was. I, I, I think I covered that before. It's like my weird ability to be like, oh, that guy's from that. And like I remember seeing that like, oh, it's the guy from Star Trek. So, yeah. Weird. Nerd. <laughs> yes. Also, Nerd. Also, I would like to say that even though kids may not be reading the classics, there are, if the really big classics, people have rewritten them and done them yeah, in children book format. I, I just want, I'm just waiting for the kid who's like, yeah, and then like, they see the episode of the Odyssey and they pick up the Odyssey and just like, oh, oh man. Oh my God. I don't think even I could no, read the Odyssey. I, I don't <laughs> think either. Like, but, I read it in high school. The Odyssey is, the Odyssey is, I found the Iliad way harder to get through. Because there's just chapters of the Iliad that's just like, and then he fought this guy who had fought this guy who was the son of this guy. And so like the Bible. It it yeah, it's like a slightly more actiony version of the Bible. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and think about the the relation on this is that you have you know 
modern times we have like pride and prejudice and zombies you know this was pride and prejudice and puppies i suppose i'll allow it <laughs> i was saving up that one i'm so happy I'm for glad you i was able to get it out yeah, give, us, to... give us give us a fastball down the center josh <laughs> Uh, let's see. So yes, he's the canine bridge between life and literature. Uh, is a I Jack- say the bridge between life and death. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Little known fact: uh, the dog, the primary dog, was Soccer the dog. Oh, who did fifty episodes of Wishbone? By the way, I believe there. Damn, were f- he's working. I know, and there was five stunt dogs. He was, as we can all agree, a good boy. <laughs> Uh, let's see, pull up the trivia. Uh, it, well, I mean, Sabrina, is there anything that you want to say in relation to Wishbone? Yeah, do you have a macro point for this? Yeah. Why would I have a macro point? It's I mean, like, why, why, why you chose this and why you think it's like, why, like, what, what's your, what's your big, like, talking points about this show? He's a good doggy. Um, I mean, he's a good boy. Like, like I said, I grew up watching Wishbone. Like, I always got excited when I knew he was about to come on because, I don't know, it's a cute dog. Plus, you get to see him in, like, cute costumes, and he tells, like... And he goes back and he tells, like, right, you know, right. classic stories and stuff, so... Because of all the good parts, like we're talking about in a, in a Count of Monte Cristo. Okay, but you have to understand, this is still a kid's show. They can't right. show the more adult parts. So, like, trust me, I know. I know. I understand that, but I also understand, like, if I was showing this to my kid, I might not necessarily want them to see, you know, the really two, bad parts. Two men shooting each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or a guy shooting a dog in this case. <laughs> that would be <laughs> even worse. I want to yeah. see the dog, like, pulling the trigger on that on that flintlock uh, pistol. But I will say that there is a note here. The show gained particular praise for refusing to browderize many of the sadder and more unpleasant aspects of the source works, which has usually enjoyed a fairly faithful retelling of their fantasy fantasy sequences it might be just this it might be just this one because i guess if you took the count of monte cristo i mean what's uh what's his name they actually show him getting killed in 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 uh surrounded bergerac Mm -hmm. well they don't show him getting killed they show him after i guess whatever happens to him and then he dies so it wasn't graphic right i know i just like this like i like that she's just like walking around in the trenches and then yeah hey hey, lady we're trying to fight the 30 years war over here yeah, that was a you little weird. Like I was like, why coming. Why did they even let her in there? <laughs> but it was whatever. back when war was like the glorious thing. I'm going to war. <laughs> everyone, like, as we were discussing previously, like back when war was like, everyone had to have a giant hat, a beard, and a horse. Yeah, war was a cool thing. Hot, I'm going to go do the cool hot thing. beard on beard action. Yep. Hat upon horse. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dog dog with books i i felt sorry for the actors just like having to act off of this dog constantly because you know like right off camera is the trainer who's like constantly baiting him with like chewy bits yeah but i'm surprised at how it's they make it look so easy like like they look like they were just they didn't even think about it they just did it even though he was a dog like they just treated him like another actor well that's what i mean it's like I, i i like kudos to the actors and like sorry you have to be in this like show but you know it, it's, you, you have to act off of nothing because I'm sure I'm sure there's some guy off camera just like reading the counter the, the counter lines, and that's just and that's just like edited right, out. right. I mean, in the end, I don't think it was 
it was probably a different experience for them because you said they were actors for like a theater in Dallas, right? Uh, yeah, a rotating cast <laughs> of Dallas theater stage actors uh, filled the various literary roles. Acting. Yeah, so they were like they were like stage actors. So that makes sense. So this was a little different for them. You know, they probably never acted in front of a camera <laughs> Especially before. Especially for the dog. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I think that would be an interesting experience. It, it would certainly be interesting. It's just funny. I'm like, I, these people are just reading their lines into nothing. As they're, they're, I don't know. I have to expect that they just have the dog there and there's just somebody just yelling the line from off, yeah, yeah, yeah. off the, camera. There's just a bored like PA just like... like Oh, I'm wishbone, da, 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 and like they have, they and then they have to act up off, off of that line, pretend like the dog is responding to them, or or how about the guy in the Cyrano's who's having to feed lines from the dog, dog. to take that, them to to respond to well, Roxanne? That, that, yeah. that, that puts a funny twist on the like the Cyrano de Bergerac, like having a guy feed you romantic lines to then deliver. <laughs> like that's an interesting twist. The guy doesn't even he's not even there. The dog told me to tell you. Well, they don't actually know right. that he's a dog. Right. He, they, everybody just, sees the, they, him as They normal. always seem to, like, they want to make, like, a crack about it, but they, like, hold back. Well, they do. They do kind of make small cracks, but it's not like they know that they're making those cracks. You are a good boy. I, <laughs> the one, yeah. Okay, the, the, of the episodes we watched, there was one joke that got a legitimate laugh out of me, which was, like, when he's trapped in prison as the County Monte Cristo... It's like he's going crazy, and it was the dog chasing his tail. Yeah, I'm like okay, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good dog choke. Oh, or the or the part where he, he where he meets the guy because he's been digging around because yes. he has nothing to do, and he's like, "While you dig, I'll teach you things." And he's like, "I'm good at digging." Nice. <laughs> See, yeah, because he's this movie. This show's deep. It's not deep. It's just it's fun. It's cute, and it's educational, and it gives kids. And uh, I, you know, yeah, it gives you especially a when they're out there. especially when they're watching movies now, they can kind of get references because I feel like the movies and current culture does reference all of these classics, so it gives them a better like. Um, Leslie Nielsen did a film that was based off of Cyrano's called Roxanne. Was it called Roxanne? Yeah, it was called Roxanne. Yeah, no, it was called know. Roxanne, where it. he has a big nose. And it's not Leslie Nielsen. Not Leslie, no, um... I was going to say, like, I, I thought, like... Hold on. Are you sure I thought it was Leslie Nielsen? It was not Leslie Nielsen. It was... Oh, no, um... Frick. Uh, they both have white hair, so I always get confused. Uh... Right, Leslie Nielsen, R.I.P. Steve Martin. Steve Martin, there you go. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because they oh. both looked old even when they were young. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah, Steve Martin, and he basically has a big nose, and he's pining after this girl named Roxanne, Roxanne. but he's helping some other guy get her, basically. And she doesn't need to put on the red light. She doesn't have to wear that dress tonight. <laughs> it's a different Roxanne. That's, we have saved that for our police cast. <laughs> it's a um, different Roxanne. So I, I I think it was it was like this show like has the, the, the story parts, and then the, like... What I want to talk about was like the real world stuff because I like that what what blew my mind. You said this show started in '95, went to '98. Yes. Okay. The kids' fashion in this was insane. Like there was one scene in which what, it was the um, this was the Catamonte Cristo one with the bully. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a bully in two of them, but the the first the bully that like hijacks the kids' snow machine. Oh yeah. What the fuck was that? Um, but like this point, he's talking to the bully. 
both him and the bully are wearing a t-shirt with a with like a tank top over that. Yeah. And then the the like the, the what's the the girl and she's wearing a t-shirt over like a long sleeve shirt. And then in the the episode of the other bully, he's wearing a like dress shirt that's like kind of a like a, it looks like a cross beam camouflage and like a paisley couch. And he's wearing that over a turtleneck. Like, what the fuck is happening in this time? All right, so we have those those characters. I don't would be think Damon. he was wearing a turtleneck. He was Dumont. just wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. No, well, no, no. There was there was a turtleneck. We were watching this. Like, what? He's these kids are wearing way too many layers for Texas. I'm sorry. Um, I might admit in middle school to be to wear a t-shirt and a vest. Um, yeah, that was, I was very also, much. I was that's also 90s being fashion. beaten up quite common. So. Yeah, uh, like, I know, but that was a look from the nineties. Well, that's that why was. I'm saying like that's, But that's a very early nineties look. And it's like the idea of seeing that in ninety eight, like ninety eight. I'm on the internet, like right, right, this, right. This but cannot stand. We didn't watch. Did we watch any episodes from ninety eight? Uh, I don't know if we. I don't think we yeah, watched any know. of the later stuff. We, we we were watching this. This is another ep- show at which at any moment I was expecting Vanilla Ice to roll up in here because it had that. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I remember. I want. I remember really early '90s fashion because I have pictures of me, right. my young self, wearing that shit. That stuff was definite. That they were wearing was definitely later '90s because it wasn't as garish looking it wasn't as garish but I, it's just like whoa because like on. i remember wearing full like sweatpants suits with these weird stripedy patterns that i don't even know how See, to explain wow. i think i consider this like kid grunge era <laughs> kid grunge like think about it like it's not the full-on grunge baby, it's not baby. it's not the seattle like wearing striped shirts but you're starting to get there because you're starting to get like close to the bowl cut yeah there were yeah. a lot of bowl cuts and yeah. i found that very upsetting like you're starting to get to a lot of that, so and that is a lot of things that I recall from middle school. It, uh, horrible things I recall from yeah, middle school. Yeah, it's that, and then like yeah, vanilla ice. I, I also want to talk about what is what's her name, the neighbor, the crazy. Okay, that would be Wanda Gilmore. Okay, so she's out of her mind. Yes, yeah, so yes. the Talbot, slightly eccentric next door neighbor. It's, it's putting it nicely. Uh, she she had a kid that died or something, and it's like broken her mind. She's like insane. Uh, there's nothing on the details here about I mean, that being I, her backstory. I, I'm just I think, theorizing, but you know. I think she was supposed to be kind of insane because she was an artist. She's so a free spirit. She had to be eccentric because apparently all artists are eccentric. But, but she dresses like a crazy person. She's I the- did like her one outfit from the snow from the snow episode where she comes out after the bull, the bully puts snow out and she's wearing like this skirt with this wide brim hat with this crazy puffy shirt. She had a lot of wide brim hats and she had like the bangs like condensed yeah her into four bangs were really weird. Those I don't bangs were getting me. Those those banks were really weird, but I, I, I liked... like her dire dog statue. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> what you know? What that reminds me of? Rem- uh, did you ever see the mask? Uh, a long time ago. Okay, there is this one part where the dog puts on the mask momentarily, and he turns into this really scary looking dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it reminded me of. <laughs> I I just remember seeing that and just like. This woman is insane. Yes, she needs help. Yes, um, but any more insane than the uh, than the mechanics from the Cool as Ice movie? Oh, less than they lived in a, a house of of pure insanity. <laughs> they lived in a land of horrors. There, they lived in a weird, like Tim Burton, like acid dreamscape of a house. 
uh, but yeah, no, Vanilla Ice, 100%, like, at any moment, she's sitting there, she's talking to the kids, and then off camera, like, yeah, 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 and he just comes, like, rolling up, like, swinging his lanyard. So, let's see, we had, let, I, let's... You know what, I want to cut the, I want to cut these two together into one movie. <laughs> How all about right. no? All right. <laughs> just, all of a sudden, just Vanilla Ice has a small Jack yes. Russell Terrier. <laughs> just just, like, just, just because this, these yeah. are dog... both in the 90s doesn't mean they oh, should go on, together. Can we, can, can't you imagine no. Wishbone with a little, like, no. down-by-law jacket? Just, no. no. <laughs> just imagine the buddy cop thing that you no. could do. Like, Vanilla Ice is all no. like, yeah, and then, like, Wishbone's like, actually, this reminds me of a book. <sighs> no. No. No, this movie, this this show definitely needed more like fat '90s bass. No, it didn't. It was fine the way it was. It, it was a PBS show. Could leave have it used alone. more motorcycles. No, because <laughs> he, he could do a jump and terrify the dog with his motorcycle. Nope, nope, nope. But he could throw the dog mm. off the horse. You can't. <laughs> this is an educational show for kids. Let's just leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> it's like having parents and stuff. <laughs> I just <laughs> put he can put down ice cubes. <laughs> Seriously, not, this is not that. But okay, I'm Sabrina tired is of not talking. Pleased with this. I'm because I'm tired of bringing up Vanilla Ice. Like that he's, episode is over. He's he will be forever with us. No, <laughs> this that was a different series. We're now talking about Wishbone. Yes, we are now talking uh, about Wishbone. So if you have nothing to say about Wishbone, oh, then I, I just, guess we can continue. I I just thought it was it was that it was that era and it had similar looks. I don't think the filming style was anything like Cool as Ice. I mean, the kid from Vanilla from Cool as Ice, like he could have just been dropped right into this show. I think just because, but they were made in the same time periods. So that has nothing to do with it. No, Wishbone's no. later. Yeah, Wishbone's way later. Cool as Ice is ninety one. Then, uh, then why I don't understand why they would go I, together. Well, that no, I'm I'm commenting on the fact that this looks like an early '90s show, and the fact that it went to '98 is interesting. Well, I think part of that one, you know, you are going to have some like t- uh, obviously there's not like a a strong like slice in time of right. like we are now all moving on <laughs> to this thing, and that's why I say like there's a little <laughs> bit of scratch. like. Now the late 90s. Well, that's why I think that I feel that there's a little bit of that, like, hey, you still have the early 90s coming in a little bit, but then, you know, you have that, what I consider the grunge era kind of, whoop, uh, kind of running into it a little bit. Like I said, I remember the early 90s stuff. It's, this was definitely not as ridiculous. I I will say what this is, since you're saying this is a PBS show, this was a show I would have seen on the weekends. Because during the week, I was, like, after school, I stayed at my grandparents, and they had cable, which was awesome. So we watched Nickelodeon. But when I was stuck in the weekend, I'm like, oh, I'm at home, I can't go watch I can't go watch Nickelodeon. Uh, I guess PBS is on, and so I'd see this. See, I had the opposite. When I was with my grandparents, they didn't have cable, so I only could watch. So I remember watching Wishbone mostly when I was staying with my grandparents. I was a poor boy from a poor family. All you had was dirt. So. Uh... Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Grew up in Alabama, son. <laughs> Got out of there. Yep. Now I'm in the land of prosperity. California. What prosperity are we experiencing here again? I don't know. None. Better than the rest of the states. Somewhat. Uh, all right, let's see. Is there much more? We've only gone 35-ish minutes on Wishbone. We're, we, well, we, how about how about we jump into each individual episode a little bit? I was actually going to do that. So you had Cyrano's. Oh yeah, I was I was like okay, they're going to have a dog sword fighting scene, 
I don't know. They, they managed to dance around that. They did. Uh, I I was thought they might do something that was like you're. They do like a total Errol Flynn thing where like they're fighting, but it's just the shadows cast on the wall. That way they could kind of smooth it together, like a guy fighting a dog. I have to say, in the Cyrano's one, like, what kind of dumb teacher is this? Oh yeah, like yes. you could not be more oblivious to his class. Like, all right, uh, you're gonna write poetry. Uh, sir, what the hell's a poetry? Yeah. Like, you did not explain a moment of what we're supposed to do. Yeah, that was, that. they, they definitely skipped some lines in the script there. Um, you know, and As, the entire fact of oh, just, that was like, an, that was another, his, his shirt was made out of the upholstery from, like, a hotel, like, couch. <laughs> um, and the entire fact of, like, <laughs> the fact that he didn't just immediately go, like, oh, you stole that. Like, yeah. that is... You, there is no way you wrote what that. Was, what was the the friend who made the snow machine? That uh, was a different episode. A different. I, yeah. they, they, I watched them all in a row, so they kind of blend together. I'm trying to remember the, like one of the kids that go back to his house and like his his little sisters like there's this like note on the on the on the porch. It's like a scroll that's tied up. Like yeah, that was the serial. The, the little daughter was wearing like a was wearing like a full dress with like a big like yeah. lace like. Like, uh, no, no, wait, one of the extras from the from the period right. piece cut in so, the real world. I believe the friend was David Barnes. Ah, okay. So, um... I just personally, like, her dress is weird. Yeah, so, that entire... Yeah, the entire I, fact... That was actually a nightgown, I think. Probably. With a big, like, lace, like... Yeah, I, yeah. Had, I had a nightgown similar to that. Not mm-hmm. that color, it was all white. Yeah, I think yeah, that was a nightgown. I had one like that. Um, but yeah, the entire it's fact poetry. that the teacher was just like, "You are amazing." Let's I, I like how he's. This. I also like how he's like, "They don't need to rhyme," and then all of theirs rhyme. No one took him up on that. Well, because while we were watching it, I no, was no. The girl's poem didn't rhyme. She even said that it doesn't rhyme oh. when she went up. Yeah, though I missed it. I took every single one of those and <laughs> put a did a remix. I did do a beatbox behind them. Just <laughs> at the end of it, everyone's like. <laughs> yeah played a little ukulele behind it you but know? but yeah the fact that like when that one guy went up and told his told his poem and then the and the teacher afterwards very good that was a couplet i'm like you should have taught them that first before you actually had them <laughs> hey, write kid, poems go, figure, go fucking figure it because out because <laughs> i definitely remember when we had to do poetry in our classes we went over all the different types of poems right. and then we had to depending on what like depending on what type of poem we went over our homework was to write a poem based on that poem type of poem we discussed that day so that was kind of dumb but i guess this the 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 basis of the story was not to take somebody else's thing and pretend it was your own yeah they'll nail you for plagiarism now yeah don't copy that floppy yeah we gotta teach these kids not to plagiarize early oh that kid yeah the same kid in his room that i was mentioning he had a sweet like desktop pc i could see the floppy drive on it i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah because he was the inventor kid killing it he had to have good equipment. I could play some sweet, like, old PC games on that. Get your Oregon Trail going. Yeah. He also mm. had a fish tank in his room, which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I wish I had a fish tank in my room when I was his age. I had a fish tank in my room. It was shaped like a gumball machine. Of course you did. Are you sure it wasn't a gumball machine? <laughs> oh, God, my gumballs. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you need to change, like, when you change, clean it out, you just, like, turn it and the fish just comes down the slot. And you can... <laughs> oh, no. That seems dangerous. Just a little bit. Um, let's see. The let's see. So, Count of Monte Cristo was the last one. So, what was the one in the middle? The purloined paper. Purloined paper. The paw paper. paper. 
yeah. Pawling. Uh so that was I, I and I actually didn't know that Edgar Allan Poe did anything else than, you know, Grizzly Darkness. He, he did a couple like yeah, that was one of his mysteries, but that was also that the like bullshit Sherlock Holmes era. I, I there's one thing people think like Sherlock Holmes is awesome because you watch the new movies and like the original Sherlock Holmes stories are bullshit because it's just like they you watch a narrative and then he solves the case by like here's a bunch of details that you did not see. Yeah, so like this one where it's just like oh by the way it's in the most obvious place you just yes, didn't look. It's just well, and then it's it's very much like the modern Sherlock where but in that one at least they show you him discovering things. In the old Sherlock Holmes, it's literally like, they just stumble around, they get to the end of it, like, well, I happen to notice back in scene 24 that he put the pen in the wrong place. And that, and like, if it, like every Sherlock Holmes story ends with an exposition dump of how he solved it, like, unbeknownst to the reader. So, huh. yeah, that, that was a, that was like a big, but I mean, that was why Sherlock Holmes was popular, because there's nothing else like that at uh, the time. Okay. So, yeah. This, this was like, it was like that. Uh, I, I think Edgar Allan Poe tried to go on that i know the portland letters are classic but you know no i mean i can i can see it's just it even the <laughs> even the details of how they did it in the show was just like i don't know i don't know where this damn thing is like oh okay that sounds bad keep me in check next scene oh we still don't know where well, it that's is it's also like the stupid that, that's just the, that that premise doesn't hold up i'm sorry even the original story if that were if that i have not read the portland letter if that is indeed the plot twist of the original one then that's bullshit there's a reason, like, Poe, you've been, like, you what, you stopped drinking, clearly, and you need to go back to it and go back to writing your good stories. Well, didn't he have some issues getting popularity from his horror stories? I think so, when yeah. When he first started, maybe he, that's why he tried to delve into, like, mystery? I think those were just in vogue at the time, as well. Well, that oh, might have been okay. why he did them. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So, and he did not have a happy life. No, oh, no, he, he did not. He but, uh, didn't. but when, at some point, which one's like, it's gonna be a story from Edgar Allan Poe, and it's like, oh, please be Mask of the Red Death. Like, oh, it's... <laughs> I don't Boy, think... how would you make that into, like, what's happening in the, in the world itself that includes the it Mask would, of the Red Death? It would be pretty disturbing. <laughs> What's the, what's the overworld theme that's happening today? Uh, interesting use of color. <laughs> uh, let's see, but yeah, that one that one was just kind of I that nothing like some teacher love. I, I'm sad that they made the like I, the the janitor is like I, he's just like a jerk because he's like yeah he has to clean up shit all day, but then he only like, gets bamboozled by the dog. What did this guy have? Why did this guy deserve this? Yeah, I kind of felt that. I'll, but I do think that he's like the worst janitor ever yeah, yeah, because he's just like, he's just unloading stuff and just like, fuck it, fell on the floor, I don't fire, care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was again, I think the bully is wearing like a dress shirt over a turtleneck. It was very weird. Uh, I also it, like his, his like acrostic for his teacher. It's like, oh, it's a good thing she didn't see that dirty one. If we're doing, if we're going off, didn't see the fan fiction I wrote. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I draw boobs to the other one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> didn't see. I had excellent down there. I was going to write boobies. <laughs> it is. It's middle school. It's I middle I, school, Sabrina. Yeah, I was gonna say like, hey, if we're doing this middle school, uh, I I also like that. I've never had a history class in which they went over specific maneuvers. No, like. Fuck, I only know about Waterloo because I'm a huge weirdo. 
<laughs> like usually mine were were just like running through history so fast that they yeah. just didn't care. And where she's like she's she's talking about the specific like the Wellington's final moves against Napoleon's positions like whoa this class is awesome i would have loved this class as a kid what's going on i don't even think we talked about that kind of stuff even in high school i don't ever because i don't think it's barely happens in college yeah because it's for military buffs who are interested in like the particular wheeling and moving yeah maybe if you went to westgate point west point or some other military school Uh, yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, wait, wait, hold on. What? Why are they learning this? And it appeared to like there was a test on it. Yeah, that was. Well, okay. I mean, like as I recall, my history was like my history classes. Every single one seemed to go like, and then World War Two happened. Happy summer. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> like <laughs> the Simpsons about that. <laughs> wait, I, like the kids are running out for the summer. Like, wait, I didn't tell you World War Two ended. They all stop with him. We won! Yeah! <laughs> I'll keep going. <laughs> that that really does happen a horrific amount I in know. school. So it's just like... Was but, education just way more badass back then? But, like, I grew up in the era. No, fuck, it wasn't. I, it's just so weird. Just, uh, just That always drove me nuts of just like, finally, I'm to the stuff that people now talk about. It's World War II. I can learn about, like, World War II and the Cold War and all this stuff that's still relevant to me. All right, bye, kids. Get the hell out of school. Like, uh <sighs> Yes, I was a nerd. Yeah. Hey, uh, it it was actually really disappointing for me because, like, we would, even in high school, like, it would be World War II the Cold War, and then you would get, like, a single paragraph about the Korean War, and then Vietnam, I think, you got maybe a page or two. Oh, yeah. really? The two, the two like, horrible messes that, we did, that, like, just killed a bunch of people and just made America look weird and bad? It's weird how there's only a slight amount in those. Uh, yeah. There's, a, there's, like, a Korea thing and, like, a Vietnam thing. I don't know. Mm. Let's move on. Hey, let's, we won the Cold War. Let's, awesome! Let's, let's not talk about all the Won the space race. Awesome! Something, something, tear down this wall. Get the hell out of my class. I kind of, I kind of hate, hate the we won the space race thing. (laughs) I mean, technically, we were not the first people in space. Russia won that. Oh, it was like we, there are different leaps and bounds, but it was a giant international dick waving contest. Yes, it's it's PR. That's all it is. It's like, it's whatever. We, now we just work together, which is more. Ish. It, well, International Oof. Space Station. Yes. It's better than what it was before. I, this is just a random aside, but I remember reading something that, like, I think the International Space Station is the single most expensive object ever created. That would not surprise me. In- interesting tidbit. I hadn't thought about it like that. But anyway. yeah, Space so, is expensive. It is, space <laughs> is expensive. Especially Wait. in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. Wait until we get to that... Uh, to that you know, planet of what is it, Saturn, Titan? We could just mine all of its, you know, natural gases that are just on it in oh, giant pools, hi- giant hydrocarbons. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds smart. Let let let's well, let's get all this gas, Josh, put them in these uh, tanks, and then the let's first, go back into the Earth's atmosphere with these babies. You'll be the first one on the like twelve-year journey to Titan. Yes, I will make so much space money making space gas. 
Yeah, um, and I hope I'm asleep if I have to wait like that a, yeah, long. Yeah, like Interstellar. Just no, yeah. we're gonna go to Saturn. Ugh. Nap time. Put me a, put me in a Ziploc bag and some hot water. Uh, I'm just waiting until we get to the point where we actually have like the the screwed up faster than light travel that makes everybody else go slower than you. Or no, everybody else goes faster in time than you, but you still go normal speed. That's, that's called that's called moving in space time. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, by the way, hyper, everyone you knew are dead. Ha 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 ha. Hyper time dilation. Yeah, like um, no, nothing like that crazy stuff that I'm just like that sounds like a nightmare. Downsides to being have you, a space traveler. Have you seen Interstellar? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's really fucked up. Um, but I, I actually like. I'm now curious to see is there like, did they ever do a futuristic science fiction thing in Wishbone? Because I remember the one episode of the show I did remember is they did the time machine. With they H. did. G. Wells. Yes. I remember that that's, one. Technically, yes. They they did. That's they did yeah, the time okay. machine. That's... Is there like a space one? I do. I wouldn't. I'm trying to trying to loop it back here. <laughs> loop it back. Just like doing some Isaac Asimov or something. I don't. I don't think Isaac Asimov was old enough for him to do. I want to um, see. Yeah, I want to see iRobot with like a spray painted silver dog. <laughs> no. Well, it's like in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein when they did that. He wasn't the monster. He's he was Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein. Um, All right, and then the last one that we had was. Uh, the Count of Monte Cristo, oh, yeah, which yeah. was the Count's account. Yes, and they so narrowly avoided the, un- the awkward scene, like you're saying, of a man having to shoot a dog. <laughs> yeah, just ending it just there at the end of just like, just, well, I guess I shouldn't kill him. Well, it's time for the old Yeller remake. <laughs> Ooh, there's a movie we should do. Oof. Oh, I don't know if I can watch that. I remember, like that—that that was a movie that my like my grandparents had three VHSs, and that was one of them. So. I've seen that movie. Mm. Yeah, so have I, and I'm pretty sure I cried Blocked every. Out. Ev- I've never every seen time. it. Let's find out what it's about. We can take a look in a book. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. The kind of money Cristo. This was an interesting adaptation of it. He's a dog, and they also just cut out the duel, <laughs> which yeah. Again, another chance for the or or they could or they could have again a chance for a dog sword fight. Yeah. I just want to see that little dog with just like a toy sword strapped to it. I just I don't <laughs> trying to run it. I don't think they had the money to somehow no. work that out. Is the to, problem? Yeah, just imagine a CGI dog. Well, just imagine I, just yeah, the tiny no. dog, but they've somehow put a harness on him and a sword pointing upward, so the yeah, other guy could kind of like smack at it because yeah. that <gasps> would look so good. There, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was actually a historical account in the like this is like the Middle Ages of a man set to trial by combat to fight a dog. Uh, in which they buried, he was like buried up to his waist, and he had like a like a club, and so he was at like face level with the dog, and like he he's you know, buried, and he got to had to fight this dog, and he lost. <laughs> well, yeah, because he couldn't turn around, so the dog probably just went behind him. I think, that, yeah, I, or he could like, or he's in a trench or something. I think he might be able to turn around. But he had to fight a dog at face with a stick, and that's pretty metal. I, I have to wonder, like, what was the situation that led to this? It was yeah. weird and very funny, but, you know. Was... I don't think it was funny for him. No. no. I, I, think... I don't think it feels good to be mauled to death. No, no. He, I mean, as in, like, he, I think he was the bad guy in the story. Oh, okay. He had done wrong, and then they somehow managed. It, it came to the fact where he had to fight, fight the dog of the guy that he murdered. Ooh. And, yeah, that's the... good. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. But oh god, I can't imagine. But imagine what would have happened if he would have won. Like that would have been just like the darkest. (laughs) That would have been terrible. (laughs) I killed him and his dog. 
And I get to go free Why because I killed his dog. <laughs> yeah, wish that... to maul a man to death. <laughs> that man, sadly enough, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Just okay, come on, seriously. <laughs> we gotta focus up here. Stop it. I'm sorry. I like Jack, Jack Russell Terriers are cute. Yes. Isn't the RCI dog a Jack Russell Terrier? Hmm, I am not certain. RCI. Yeah, yeah, they're they're the they're the music company that has like the old fashioned oh, um, um, gramophone, and then there's a dog that's in front of it that's I, cocking his head slightly. I don't think it's a Jack Russell, but it's a similar kind of dog. Oh, it's another type of terrier. Yeah, oh, like okay. a little ratter. Yeah, wasn't the wasn't there like a Budweiser dog that was uh, that was a Jack Russell terrier? Budweiser. I only remember that they have the they have the Clydesdale horses and they had the frogs at one point. Okay, the RCA dog. Uh, oh, RCA. Ser- uh, yeah, who served as like a model the model for voice a of my master titled uh, "His Master's Voice." voice uh, let's see. Getting to the bottom of this. Uh, yeah, species. Oh God, they gave us the official species: Canis lupus. Familiaris. Wait, that just okay, means that just means dog. domestic dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the fuck, Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, it was a mongrel, part Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, oh. Very, very nice. Okay, so let's see, Budweiser dog. Budweiser dog. I think they had a puppy lab at one point. I can definitely see why they use a Jack Russell. They are like I think they're I think they're considered like they're very intelligent. They're trainable. Spuds McKenzie. That was his name. It's a good name for a dog. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, he's definitely not a Jack Russell Terrier. No. Um, yeah, I can't tell. He's that right there. Oh, um, he's the he's like the dog from the the Little Rascals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are they called? Oh. By the way, it's just yeah. I think I, they probably went with a Jack Russell for obvious reasons. They're they're quite smart. Yeah, and they probably can do a lot of different tricks. That's also the target dog. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, and then in both in the old version and the newer version of the Little Rascals, they also have this dog. Right. Let's see. Let me let me go target dog breed. Target. <laughs> what dog breeds are being targeted? There we go. Target. <laughs> target dog. Yes. This could, bull terrier. Bull terrier. Oh, okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Cone, cone faced dog. Because it, it was weird. Oh no, the later Little Rascals didn't have a bull terrier. Oh no, it was the it was the original one. I, but the but the the original Little Rascals had um had the old fashioned you know of that time bull terrier because the bull terriers now versus the bull terriers then are different. Like later they they bred them to have a more um flat face, I guess. Like they didn't have like the obvious nose to forehead distinction it was kind of they slowly they, trained it so it was flatter yeah their face they, their head looks like a big cone yeah they're so cute though let me see if i can turn this dirty. but yeah it's terrible oh, yeah. if, if you look at the pictures of what they <laughs> used to look like long, it was so different why the long face yeah they literally have a long face and yeah. tiny tiny eyes yeah they're cute though um, but i don't know how that affects them sabrina, physically sabrina name me a dog that's not cute <sighs> see bulldogs no. I think bulldogs are cute. I, I'm just curious Pugs. if there's a single Pugs dog. Pugs are fucking cute. If there's a single dog breed that Sabrina does not think is cute. Mexican hairless. 
oh, the crested ones are kind of ugly. But then sometimes the crested, um, crested Chinese. I think I think any of those dogs that look like they had their face smashed with a sledgehammer are pretty are pretty ugly. Well, here here's the, the problem with those breeds is like a lot of them, even the pugs. Like if you look at what they used to look like, their faces were not as smashed in as right. they are now. That's the problem. They have all sorts of problems, but they're just like eh, I'd rather. But it's but now they have like breathing problems and shit because yeah. of it. It's like the the German Shepherd. They wanted to be bred to have a lower hip, but that was bad for their hips. This is the crested Chinese. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There's actually it's an ugly. Fuck ugly. That's actually not that bad. I've seen uglier, it but like they a, but they it, have ugly dog contests. They look, they look like a naked old man wearing like fuzzy socks. Pretty much. It's weird. Yeah, they're pretty weird. Um, but yeah, no, we've done some weird breeding to Dude. dogs that we think looks beautiful, but it's actually bad for them. Like I said, German shepherds. It's not, no, it's not just the inbreeding. Yeah, I mean, we breed them with specific traits that just like, oh, this is just debilitating. Yeah, like they... Like they, the Germans. Like the German shepherds. Okay. But, no, I'm just saying what they were aiming to do. Well, okay, sure, yes. But they were they did not... The, 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 okay, the no, Nazis. Let the, me be more specific. The Nazis did not invent the German shepherd. <laughs> and, um, yeah. You're, see, you're a good wolf wolf. See, now, that's like, I just thought of this, too. Speaking of off of the last episode, like... Are there still episodes with live... Like, are there still shows with live-action animals? Yeah. Like, are, are shows there? or movies? Well, I... Well, there definitely shows? are movies that come out, because there was that Chihuahua movie a while back that well, Disney like, put out. For me, it was like... I remember this. I remember um, Homeward Bound. Yeah, yep. Homeward Bound had but, real oh, animals. Oh, he got the porcupine needles in his nose. Poor, oh, uh, poor Chance. Poor, um... Who, who was the voice for that one? I don't know. Three, two, McFly. one. Okay. Uh, oh. West. What? Marty what? McFly. Yeah, Billy West? Was that? No. 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 Who played Marty McFly? Oh, uh, Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Sorry. For anyone listening to this is just like tearing their hair out. <laughs> it's it's like, it's been a long day. Um, this is the third episode. We yes. have the least energy now. Um, but, you know, I think that's like, I, I don't, I guess, I guess we're just not... You know, I, I, I'm willing to accept that we're just not tuned in to the kids these days. But I don't, I feel like this, you don't see like kids programs with trained animals as much either. Well, I think because some studios think that it's less expensive just to have like a, you know, something made with Animated. 3D. But here's the thing. Sometimes 3D doesn't always work out 100%. A lot of them do use a blend right. of both. Um, I think the newest movie I saw coming out that featured an animal was um, one where I forget who the actor is, but for some reason he turns into a big fluffy cat and that cat, it's not Garfield. He turns into a cat, so it's not Garfield. It's brand new. I think it just came out either last year or it's coming out this year. And, oh, I was watching the trailer for it and there was no scene that featured a real cat. It was definitely always an animated cat but they had him doing some really weird stuff in a lot of the scenes i saw yeah. so who knows if there was ever a live action cat for that movie okay so. let me state this homeward bound animals talking and wishbone animals talking totally fine yeah yes lips moving weird hate it weirds you out hate that. that that one movie that's like made the rounds of like terrible movie commentary and it was like the cat that talked, and they just like superimposed like a little like black diamond. So like, do, 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 wait, do. that was a movie? Yes. 
Ooh. Well, wasn't that the talking cat movie? Yes. Yes. There was uh, that like there's that ex- extreme of the spectrum of, of like of like what the hell are you doing? Yeah, the um yeah, I mean, I'm less I have less of a problem with like the hey, we put peanut butter on its lips, so it's just like man 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 and they just put stuff over it, but the CGI just like we are going to make them talk now. I'm just like most we have found the uncanny valley and it is full of animals. So I don't know, Animal didn't Animal Farm do that? I don't think it was as bad on Animal but Farm. But like Babe Pig in the City was just super, just dubbed over animals. They didn't. They weren't like. Yeah, yeah. I they, think they just had the pig itself just moving his mouth like normal, and then they yeah they dubbed over it. Yeah, they sit there and chew. Yeah, that that was fine. Yeah, it's just, it's just when they try and do actual lip movements, it's like Mm-mm, nope, nope. Garfield the movie. <clears throat> well, Garfield the whole the whole animal was animated, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. To me, that's different. But, again, I never saw it, so right, right. can't really have an opinion on I, it. I, I, it just feels like these are both, these are like a, a, a heavily live action show in which the actors are having to act off of a, a talking, an animal that's being dubbed over later. That feels like a very 90s thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to think of like newer stuff that would have had it, but I just, I can't think of any right now. Mm. Well, we're also not tuned into like kids' TV shows. Yeah. So if you out there actually are familiar if with any recent, seen, yeah, if you have seen a show in which a, a dubbed over animal interacts with like live actors, oh boy! Uh, send, <laughs> hey, we rebooted Flipper again. Send us a send Flipper a, didn't talk. Send us a this Telegram. Does. Flipper doesn't talk. That there was that the movie point. recently that was basically like a stu- a dumber Flipper with Morgan Freeman. What was what? that? Yeah, there's something <laughs> was it, recently. Well, please tell me that a it was a dumb flipper. Like he's just like, uh, I might help these people. No, it, but it, it was still Morgan Freeman doing the voice. Like I should lead these people to safety. But no, it maybe was like I should. It was like uh, these like teenagers rescue uh, like a, a a dolphin, and Morgan Freeman is the like possibly magical person who shows up and helps them. It came out recently. It was really it looked like, like oh boy very sad people in this and morgan freeman with a very nice paycheck i wanted to make sure i could buy more li- more time at the golf course <laughs> with this i can buy a second boat yeah so all that's, right that's wishbone wishbone all any... the things we just discussed are yeah. wishbone <laughs> absolutely sabrina any last uh last words on wishbone before we never talk about it again he's cute he is a cute he's, he's a, very cute he's a good doggy he is a he is a good boy as are all the other wishbones, all 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 the rest. We we should give a shout out because they're all dead. Uh, but really, why do you have to bring that up? You're just trying to be mean now. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. But, but they're good boys. Why would we celebrate their death? I could pull up the. I won't do the Sarah McLaughlin again. Um, but let me. But Sarah McLaughlin. Oh boy, rip into her. <laughs> McLaughlin. Just just like you know. Leaving her there to fight off with a stick. My yeah, my my memory of Jack Russell Terriers is a friend of ours had one, which like who was driven to murderous insanity by the sound of my oboe, and eventually it got to the point where I could just if I just played the reed at him he would go crazy, and then eventually if I just had a, a tube, just the metal tube with the cork liner, if I just showed that to him he started going, and he like run up and Weird. snapping at it because he knew it was going to make a noise that he hated. All right, uh. so here you go. The five wishbones, which oh. was soccer, 
the main actor, Ooh, so cute. as well as the stunt dogs, Phoebe, Bear, Slugger, and of course, because it's Texas, Shiner. Shiner Bach. It's, it's a beer. Oh, oh, it's okay. a beer. It's a Texas beer. I thought for a second you were like, because it's Texas, Walker. How do you know the dogs actually came from Texas? Because they all live in Texas. Yeah, th- this, this was sh- filmed in in the they, Dallas area. They, they just found like a Dallas theater group and like, hey, you guys want to be in this dog show? Uh, I I doubt that they were like flying in specialty Jack Russell Terriers. I bet these were just like trained Jack Russell Terriers in the area. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's something they would do if they couldn't find someone who had already trained Jack Russell Terriers. I mean, that's very specific. Oh, but Okay, so its name was Shiner. Maybe it was Shiner on purpose. Maybe it was not. I will min- simply state that it is Shiner spelled the way that the Shiner beer in Texas is spelled. Isn't there also like a special club called the Shiner Club? And that's where the dog is named after. <laughs> and, here's, and here's our dog, Studio 54. <laughs> No, people sometimes wear name their dogs and any animal weird stuff. Also, I mean, also a guy got punched once that gave him a shiner, so we're going to name this dog after him. The dog bit him. <laughs> All right, bye. I'm sorry, Sabrina's done. She's checking out. We've been, we've been too mean to the, the we, memory of this we dog. We love you, Sabrina. Yes, let's end the show. I Okay, all right. So uh, that's been Wishbone. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can find us over at satfriendsclub.com and send us your friends. Jack Russell dog pictures. <laughs> send it. Send send pictures of Wishbone. Yes, please tweet me pictures of your animals. I would love that very much. And that would be uh, at McBirdie Turdy. Yep, at McBirdie Turdy on uh, Twitter. I'm uh, at Hey, I'm Josh Phoenix. I am the show. Yes, you will be the show. I will give you the show account, and you will. Post all the weird firearms you have. What? Let's not do that. I don't care. Do it. Just live it. Live uh, the life. Okay. Live the dream. All right. That will take care of us for the Saturday Friends Club this week. We will be back next week. I did not look at the list to figure out what we're doing. So that's fine. Well, we'll they, they, they will revealed. know. Ooh. They will know when it happens. Yep. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and catch you next week. Till then, sleep well, everyone. Yeah. Bye.